Hey, good morning. <laughs> Let's try and get through it. There's a lot of stuff today. A lot of stuff today. Uh, Thursday, March 4th, 2021. Thursday, March 4th, 2021. Uh, this would be episode number two, 204, if you care. PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me uh, and tell your friends to Google uh, a Political Views TV podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the list there. Bring them along with you tomorrow if you can. If they if they stay, that's cool. If they take off, hit the road. I don't care. I'm probably going to do this anyway. I'm also available on tons of platforms. If you look around, I'm not going to mention them all. But anyway, uh, let's start. <clears throat> As part of GOP lawmakers' ongoing efforts across the country to outlaw abortion and enable the right-wing majority uh, U.S. Supreme Court to reverse Roe v. Wade, which is going to be really difficult to reverse. It's pretty much cemented. Um, Anyway, the the Arkansas legislature uh, yesterday passed a near-total ban on abortion in a 75-18 to vote that followed a 27 to 7 vote in the Senate, also uh, controlled by uh, Republicans. These are state uh, House and state Senate. <clears throat> uh, Republican Governor, uh, Governor Asa Hutchinson has signed various uh, abortion restrictions, although Hutchinson didn't say whether he'd endor- endorse this one. He said that it's pro-life legislation and I support pro-life legislation, so he's probably going to sign it. Uh, even if he doesn't, Uh, act to sign it within five days, excluding Sunday, of course, the bill would become law without his signature. So we have that to look forward to in the Supreme Court. Now that I have your attention, let's try and change that maybe and try and fix the world. Uh, After Joe Biden, uh, the recently uh, retaliatory strikes, airstrikes, on facilities in Syria that the administration said belonged to Iran-backed militia groups, a bipartisan group of senators yesterday introduced legislation to rein in some of the uh, presidential war powers. Uh, Senators Tim Kaine, he's from a Demo- uh, um, Democrat in uh, Virginia, and uh, Todd Young, a Republican in, in Indiana, uh, reintroduced a resolution to repeal the 1991 and 2002 authorizations for use of military force against Iraq. To be perfectly honest, those um, uh, authorizations uh, for military use of force, they they should have been, um, uh, they should have have had a sunset deadline anyway. Anyway, the measure, this new measure, which leaves out the 2001 uh, AUMF, Authorized Use of Military Force, uh, that passed after the 9-11 attacks. Uh, anyway, the, the measure is co- co-sponsored by Senators Tammy Duckworth, Mike Lee. Tammy Duckworth is Illinois, Democrat. Uh, a, a paraplegic? Or, or did she also lose a hand? I forget. Um, Mike Lee, Republican Utah. Uh, Chris Coons, uh, I think he's Delaware, Democrat. Uh, Chuck Grassley, of course, Republican, Iowa. Dick Durbin uh, from Illinois, Democrat. Rand Paul, you know him. Kentucky, Republican. Anyway, the move came as Biden is uh, facing criticism from lawmakers and legal scholars over the February 25th revenge bombing that served as uh, an official response to a series of rocket attacks on Iraqi military bases that host uh, U.S. troops. Uh, 
Uh, Politico reported uh, Tuesday that some lawmakers, including Kane, are frustrated that Biden did not notify them about Syria, ordering the strikes without seeking congressional approval, and still hasn't had a briefing for senators. And I'm with them on that. Um, Biden should absolutely brief at least uh, the Gang of Eight. I think they're the Gang of Eight. Um, uh, about his uh, plans uh, to bomb someone, which is going to happen again this weekend. As I said, it's probably going to happen this weekend. Um, Biden, moving on. Biden has agreed to compromise uh, to a compromise with moderate Democrats to narrow the income eligibility for the next round of $1,400 stimulus checks that are included in a bill the Senate is expected to take up this week. That means 7 million fewer families will receive partial payment that would uh, then would have under the House version of the bill, uh, according to an estimate from the Penn Wharton uh, budget model. Uh, the new proposal will completely cut off those uh, who earn more than $160,000 a year, uh, couples, uh, and individuals who earn more than $80,000 a year. House legislation was uh, $200,000 for couples and $100,000 for individuals. Uh, but the same households will, will receive the full payment of $1,400 per person, including children, uh, individuals earning less than seventy-five thousand, couples earning less than one hundred and fifty thousand, will uh, just like the house bill. Uh, then the payments will phase out faster for those earning more. So if you're confused, don't feel special. I'm confused by this. I I, I think I have a handle on this, and, and I could be wrong, but I think I have the handle on this. Is the difference children? So if you make $79,000 and have a child, you get the payment, but the child doesn't. But if you make a dependent, but if you make $74,000, your child also gets the $1,400 payment. I mean, I might need to wait until it gets reconciled before I understand what's going on. And it's really confusing. Uh, Representative Chris Smith, New Jersey has asked House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to investigate at least 30 New Jersey National Guard members allegedly got sick over the last month from eating the food they were provided while deployed to protect the U.S. Capitol. Provided by a contractor, of course. In a letter uh, uh, yesterday, Smith told Pelosi that several National Guard members in various states, including New Jersey, uh, had become ill due to tainted and unhealthy food from a private sector vendor. Various Michigan... They should have just ordered something from Subway. I mean, come on. Oh, we'll have uh, 10,000 tuna subs, uh, uh, 15,000 um, uh, chicken subs. I don't know, whatever. Uh, various Michigan National Guard members uh, guarding the Capitol were also allegedly hospitalized after eating undercooked raw and moldy meals as was alleged in the letter sent to the Michigan House members to the Pentagon, by the Michigan House members to the Pentagon. Uh, that letter also states that some meals contained metal shavings. Again, another example as why we should not be hiring contractors. They only care about money. Spending money to make a good product does not coincide with their required by law need to cater to their bottom line and their investors. The armed forces 
should use their own cooks, as they did in, in Korea, as they did in Vietnam. They should use their own cooks and their own kitchens. Now, I should say, this, this is also true with uh, jails in the United States. They're subcontractors that provide food for jails and, uh, and, and prisons. Um, I, I've openly talked about when I was in jail. My first night in jail was Friday. It was a Friday night. Unfortunately, it was a three-day weekend. It sucked. Um, anyway, my first night, the meal they handed, handed me was, was a TV dinner. Um, it said it was Friday night. It said Thursday on it. <laughs> it was so hot, I couldn't touch it but it was frozen in the center. I'm not kidding. I don't know what kind of science they used to prepare this meal, that, that first meal in jail. So hot, I couldn't, put, I, I couldn't even put it in my mouth, but it, it was frozen solid in the center. <laughs> Contractors. Ugh. Moving on. Eli Zupnik, spokesperson for the Watchdog Group Fix Our Senate, uh, said the House has taken a strong step forward toward protecting voting rights, ending partisan gerrymandering, and strengthening our, our crumbling democracy. And now it heads to the Senate where it will slam into Senator McConnell's filibuster brick wall. Senate Democrats will soon face a clear choice. Uh, this is what he's adding. Protect our democracy and pass the For the People Act with the majority voters handed to them or protect an outdated and abused Jim Crow relic and allow Senator McConnell to veto this once-in-a-generation opportunity for reform. Um, House Democrats, for passing yet again a sweeping plan to expand voting rights, rein in dark money, and strengthen federal ethics rules without the support of a single Republican. They passed this. Progressive lawmakers and advocacy groups warned late yesterday that the For the People Act is destined to end up in the Senate's legislative graveyard unless the upper chamber's majority eliminates the undemocratic 60-vote filibuster. Anyway, with Republican lawmakers plowing ahead with voter suppression, you know, we talked about this yesterday, plowing ahead with voter suppression legislation at the state level uh, and the conservative-dominated Supreme Court poised to strike another blow to the already gutted Voted Rights Act. Remember, they already gutted it in 2013. Anyway, House Democrats' nearly 800-page uh, resolution, H.R. Uh, 1, uh, bill, rather, proposes, among other reforms... Establishing a national automatic voter registration system. Restoring full voting rights for those who have completed felony sentences. Expanding early and absentee voting. Prohibiting large voter roll purges. Requiring all organizations involved in political activity to disclose their donors. And implementing a public small donor matching system funded by a new surcharge charge on corporate lawbreakers and wealthy tax cheats. Ooh, boy, that would be nice. Uh, given that no one, uh, not one House re uh, Republican crossed the aisle yesterday to support H.R. 1, 
the chances of convincing at least 10 Senate Republicans to join the Democratic colleagues in voting to advance uh, voting rights legislation are virtually non-existent. And I agree 100%. There's no way we've discussed this. Time and time again, Republicans know the more people that vote, the less likely they are to win. That's how it's always been, and that's how it will be. Uh, uh, that's how it will continue. With budget reconciliation not viable uh, due to strict rules of the process, the Senate Dem- Democratic majorities' only remaining option to pass the For the People Act is eliminating the filibuster and uh, restoring, you know, majority rule. Of course. I mean, McConnell would do it to restrict voting rights. You damn straight he would do it. Uh, the Miami Herald reported on ongoing criticism of Governor Ron DeSantis, you know, Florida, who has been ex- accused of playing favorites with vaccine distribution in Florida by providing doses to wealth- wealthy communities. <clears throat> Nearly every Eligible resident of a gated community in Florida Keys has received coronavirus vaccinations by mid-January, while the rest of the state struggled to get doses. Ocean Reef Club in Key Largo had vaccinated nearly... Key Largo, great movie. Humphrey Bogart, you should see it. Um, Key Largo had vaccinated nearly all of its 65 and older uh, residents, according to a January 22nd email newsletter reviewed by the Herald, I would bet s- some vaccines went to those younger than 65 as well, uh, but I don't know. Uh, the newsletter said, we are fortunate to have, uh, their re- newsletter, this is the community, we are fortunate to have received enough vaccines to ensure both the first and second for those vaccinated. At this time, however, the majority of the state has not received an allocation of first doses of vaccines for this week and beyond, and the timing of any subsequent deliveries remains unclear. So they're they're complaining in their newsletter. (laughs) They got vaccines for everybody 65 and over, but we're going to have trouble getting vaccines in the future. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> they're complaining because they got vaccinated for the before the rest of the state because they're they're freaking wealthy. I mean, we're talking billionaires over here. Residents of Ocean Reef Club include wealthy political donors, high-profile people, including President Joe Biden. Uh, stays there when visiting the Keys. Seventeen Key Largo residents uh, donated to DeSantis. All of them live in Ocean Reef, according to the Herald. One resident, Bruce Rauner, uh, the Republican former governor of Illinois, donated $250,000 to DeSantis on February 25th after he got the dose. Imagine that. Uh, DeSantis' office did not immediately respond to a request for comment from uh, the business insider who was doing the interview. In Texas, as I said yesterday, businesses may not agree with Neanderthal Governor Greg Abbott. (laughs) Uh, That's referring to Joe Biden, referring to uh, uh, Abbott and what's his name from Mississippi as Neanderthals. (laughs) I, I, you know, uh, uh, say what you want about Biden, but, you know, I I, I love his little digs. Anyway, uh, leading U.S. grocery chains, uh, pharmacies, retailers, and auto manufacturers, including Target, Kroger, um, 
CVS, Walgreens, Best Buy, Macy's, JCPenney, Toyota, GM, and others say they will continue to require mask wearing at their stores and facilities by both employees and customers. Uh, Albertsons uh, also said it would require workers to wear masks, but not for customers in Texas. Um, the Texas Restaurant Association worries that the end of the mask mandate could expose workers to confrontations with customers who refuse to wear one. Do we know anyone who talked about this, this yesterday? You and I, we talked about this yesterday. As I said, look for the stories where someone gets shot over mask wearing in Texas or Mississippi. Oh, man. Uh, you know, by the way, if, if, if you can uh, be uh, jailed for trespassing. If you're, uh, if they say you have to wear a mask to be in there and you're not wearing one, you can be jailed for trespassing. So keep that in mind. Uh, by the way, Governor uh, Abbott this morning uh, of uh, Texas blamed COVID on immigrants instead of his failed policies. <laughs> oh, God. Also in Texas, Following widespread power outages, you know, we talked about this many times during a, you know, that series of winter storms that left many Texas residents in the dark and without water for days, some still without water. Uh, the head of the organi organization overseeing the state's power grid has fired, uh, 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 has been fired, uh, Bill Magnus. Uh, President and CEO of uh, ERCOT, Electric Re Reliability Council of Texas. Reliability is right in their name. It's right there. Good old Uncle Reli. Uh, anyway, he was terminated for, uh, from his contract by the organization's board of directors after an emergency meeting last night. In a statement sent to CNN, ERCOT says the board directed the corporate secretary to exercise the 60 days termination notice to uh, Bill Magnus pursuant to the employee agreement. So he's not gone yet. He's gone in 60 days. It's really, it's, it's nothing. <laughs> he will continue to serve as president and CEO during the transition period, uh, according to the statement. Uh, five board members had already resigned after the storms. Uh, er ERCOT experts uh, expects to start an immediate search for a new president and CEO. Uh, the next ERCOT uh, board meeting is scheduled for April 13th. At least, by the way, at least 80 people died across 11 states due to weather-related issues, uh, according to an uh, uh, account by CNN. Uh, at least 47 of the weather-related deaths were reported in Texas alone. So nearly 50 people died because uh, of uh, deregulation of the power grid that they did in Texas. Really smart. Um, you probably saw the video on the news by, uh, by now. Remember, I call out Democrats quicker than I call out Republicans. It seemed heartfelt, but I see uh, Governor Cuomo as more, more like an actor, not a very good actor. And I think he did a poor job of acting in, in, in the apology. Cuomo said yesterday that he won't resign from office amid growing calls for him to step down over sexual harassment uh, allegations. Cuomo said, I never knew at the time I was making anyone feel uncomfortable. I never ever meant to offend anyone or hurt anyone or cause anyone pain. I feel terrible that these people felt uncomfortable. I felt hurt, felt pain 
from the interactions and I'm embarrassed by it and I feel bad by it. He even tried to add a, a choke up near the end there. It was pretty funny. Uh, Cuomo said, you can find hundreds of pictures of me making the same gesture with hundreds of people, women, men, children, etc. You can uh, you can go find hundreds of pictures of me kissing people, men, women. It is my usual and customary way of greeting. By the way, it was my father's way of greeting people too. Re- referring to uh, former governor uh, Mario Cuomo, you know, his 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 dad. So there's that. Uh, good old Cuomo. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to ride this out, but we'll see. I, I, I th- and I'm wondering what his brother is going to do, his, his little twin there. I think he's a twin. Isn't he a twin? Good news. And, some, and, and good reason not to get the Johnson Johnson vaccine, as, as we talked about yesterday. Like I said, I wouldn't do it. That's what I said yesterday. I, I, I will claim that I'm Catholic not to take the Johnson Johnson vaccine. New data shows, while you know worrisome uh, coronavirus variants identified in Brazil, South, South Africa, and in California have mutations, and the UK, uh, have mutations that might help them resist antibody treatments and vaccines. The immune system's T-cell responses to the variants are unaffected in recovered patients and in people who have received the Moderna or Pfizer vaccines. Um, the T-cells, by the way, the T-cells get, get, uh, get started after your second dose of your Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. Uh, The T-cells induced by vaccines can recognize pieces of the virus spike protein, while T-cells induced by previous infection recognize multiple parts of the virus, including the spike and other proteins. This means that the T-cell responses recognize the ancestral sequence and the variants equally well. So I'm, I'm thinking the best thing to do would be to get the uh, Pfizer or Moderna vaccine, then find somebody with the virus to kiss. That's, and then you're done. Okay, wait, wait two weeks after you got the second uh, injection, though, because that's how long it takes to be fully affected. Ten days to two weeks is what they say. Moving on, the number of new applications. It's Thursday, so we got unemployment. Uh, the number of new applications for U.S. unemployment benefits rose slightly to 745,000 at the end of February. Another 436,700 applications for benefits were filed with the Temporary Federal Relief Program, PUA. Adding up new state and federal claims, the government received 1.18 million applicants last week for unemployment benefits based on actual or unadjusted figures. Altogether, the number of people reportedly receiving benefits from eight separate state and federal programs was reported at an unadjusted 18 million as of February 13th, a decline of 1.01 million from the prior week. That's actually a pretty big decline, but that doesn't mean it won't be going up. Uh, It'll probably go up next week after everybody gets their power back and uh, have... uh, Less things to worry about in Mississippi and Texas. The UK's uh, competition regulator today launched an antitrust investigation into Apple for the same thing that uh, uh, the antitrust, uh, everybody's been uh, suing Apple or legislation, etc. The Competition and Markets Authority said it would investigate Apple over complaints from software developers about the tech giant's App Store. 
Apple only lets developers release iPhone and iPad apps through its iOS smartphone platform unless you've unlocked your phone. You can unlock your phone and get other stuff somewhere, but then you're not protected. The firm has a rigorous approval process for iOS apps, apps and has faced criticism about an up to 30% fee it charges on in-app transactions. And we've seen the lawsuits happening between Fortnite and other apps and, uh, and Apple. In Arizona, this just happened. The Arizona House of Representatives just passed landmark app store legislation in a 31 to 29 vote yesterday that could have far-reaching consequences for Apple and Google and their respective mobile operating systems. The legislation, a sweeping amendment to Arizona's uh, existing HB 2005, uh, prevents app store operators from forcing a developer based in the state to use a preferred payment system putting up a significant roadblock to Apple and Google's ability to collect commission on in-app purchases and app sales. It will now head to the state Senate where it must pass before it's sent to Governor Doug Ducey. The amendment specifically prohibits stores exceeding 1 million downloads from requiring a developer that is domiciled in this state to use a particular in-application payment system as the exclusive mode of uh, accretive payments from a user. That's a quote. It also covers uh, users living in Arizona from having to pay apps using exclusive payment systems, though it's not immediately clear if it means developers outside Arizona can avoid paying commissions to Apple and Google when they uh, sell something to a state resident. And, you know, I would think the bill is designed to draw app developers to the state by allowing them to save money on commissions. For instance, Fortnite, if they move uh, to um, Arizona, 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 yeah. If they move to Arizona, um, they would be uh, inoculated against Apple rules anyway. So they would that would be a win-win. That brings business to Arizona. That's why Arizona would do this. This is why New Jersey has all the banks there because of their deregulation of banks. Oh, they're all based there. Is it New Jersey or Delaware? New Jersey. It's New Jersey, yeah. Um, the bill specifically exempts game consoles and other uh, uh, special purpose devices that are connected to the internet. And it also bars company like Google and uh, Apple from retaliating against developers who choo- uh, choose to use third-party payment systems. Uh-oh, look out, Google and Apple, you're, 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 you're going to get hurt. Iceland, it might be time to stop drinking for a few minutes and get ready. Uh, I, I'm saying that because Iceland has the highest uh, uh, per capita uh, uh, consumption of alcohol. <laughs> than anywhere else in the world. Isn't that something? Any other country in the world has the highest per capita, per capita consumption of alcohol. <laughs> um, yeah, so you might uh, want to stop drinking for a few minutes and get ready. According to the Icelandic Meteorolo- uh, Mete- Meteorological Office, around 17,000 earthquakes have hit the southwestern region of Reykjanes over the past week. Right, Janes? Something like that. Uh, Valdor Porosin, a professor of volcanology at the University of Iceland. I am sure I butchered that name. 
Uh, he said, uh, I, I assume it's a he, uh, it is very likely that we have, you know, poor Valdor. Sounds like a guy's name, doesn't it? It is very likely that we have an intrusion of magma into the Earth's crust here. It has definitely moved closer to the surface, but we are trying to figure out if it's moving even closer to it. With multiple volcanoes in the area, local officials have warned that an eruption could be imminent, and it could be a big one. The SpaceX, uh, SpaceX rocket prototype for, uh, uh, for the Mars flight, uh, known as SN10, uh, during a test flight yesterday, swooped down to a pinpoint landing near its launch site. Beautiful landing. I saw it. Approximately three minutes after the landing, however, the rocket exploded on the landing pad. Uh, I'd call that a win, though. They, they, did, they did nail the landing. So that's a win. Uh, they just got to figure out what happened afterwards. Uh, as long as everyone, on, uh, if they go to Mars, as long as everyone on the ship gets out in three minutes, once they reach Mars... Should be fine. Plus, you know what? I would say the low oxygen atmosphere of, of Mars might slow down the explosion. You know? Uh, for those of you who care, 99-year-old Prince Philip, can't we just round it up? I, I mean, his birthday is June 10th, right? He's going to be 100? <laughs> anyway, he went uh, underwent heart surgery and is recovering. Uh, he has heart heart issues in the he had heart heart issues in the past. In 2011, he was rushed to the hospital by helicopter after suffering chest pains, and was treated for a blocked coronary artery. Uh, so it likely wasn't open heart surgery. Uh, um, they uh, they probably just stuck something in there and just to clear something out. Um, probably went in with a scope and cleared something, I guess. Um, he'll be in the hospital for a few days. It has nothing to do with COVID. He he got his. Uh, uh, vaccination in January, so it has nothing to do with COVID. In North Carolina, you may want to start smoking. Now's the time to start smoking, uh, if you haven't before. Uh, if you smoke before, don't start smoking again. But if you haven't smoked, start smoking. Buy yourself five packs of cigarettes and finish them by March 24th. North Carolina is moving to vaccinate those in Group 4 against COVID-19 beginning on March 24th. As part of Group 4, if you are a smoker, current or former, who has consumed at least 100 cigarettes in your lifetime, you can get vaccinated, according to the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services. Isn't that nice of them? So start smoking if you're in North Carolina. Um, I think we asked about this several months ago. I, 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 one of you is going to remember the story um, about COVID and animals. Several orangutans and bonobos at the uh, bonobo, bonobo, uh, at the San Diego Zoo have received an experimental COVID-19 vaccine developed especially for animals. They mark the first known non-human primates to get the shot. An orangutan named Karen, who made history in 1994 as the first ape in the world to have open heart surgery, was among those to get the vaccine, according to National Geographic. Last month, Karen, along with three other orangutans and five bonobos at the zoo, am I saying that right, uh, received two doses each of the vaccine, which was developed uh, by the veterinary pharmaceutical company Ozoidus. Um, they, they got the vaccine before me and probably before you. Great apes got the vaccine before all of us. Huh, isn't that something? 
That's it. I'm sorry. It was a long one, wasn't it? You stuck by me, though. I appreciate you. I truly appreciate you. Um, thanks for coming. Ugh. Um, Thursday, March 4th, 2000, 4th, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me, and I really appreciate you coming. I always do. You're very kind to come back every day. Uh, tell your friends to Google me and check me out. And I'll show up right at the top of their, their, their search. They Google uh, uh, Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right there. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people, not by cash, not by anything, just by the betterment of the people. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. <laughs>